0: What's up, guys? This is Stephen MacDonald, host of Taking the Field with Stevie Mac, a lacrosse talk podcast, and this is your college lacrosse update. Our top story from this past week in college lacrosse is Syracuse attackman Chase Scanlon has been suspended indefinitely according to Inside Lacrosse's Ty Zanders. According to Roshan Fernandez of the Daily Orange, Scanlon's high school coach told Syracuse.com that Scanlon mentioned of the incident, quote, It's nothing, but it's become something. At the time of this recording, there has been no official word as to what caused the suspension, but much speculation has been made regarding the outcome of the Orange's last game against North Carolina, in which Syracuse fell at the Dome 21-9. Scanlon is Syracuse's leading goal scorer with 24 on the year and is second on the team in points with 33. Syracuse has two regular season games left, traveling to number 5 Virginia and to number 2 Notre Dame the Orange have to win at least one of those two games to avoid its first losing season since 2007. To the College across scoreboard now from this past weekend... Starting on the men's side in Division 1, Maryland wins the Big 10 regular season title outright this past weekend after starting their season 9-0 as the Terps got their latest victory 18-8 the final over Ohio State. Jared Bernhardt for Maryland had six goals in a seven point performance while Maryland received goals from nine different players including goalie Logan McNaney who scored off a clearing attempt late in the third quarter as Ohio State jumped into a 10 Man ride on the other side for the Buckeyes, Trey LeClaire, Jack Myers, and Johnny Wiseman had two goals apiece. Another big 10 game from this past weekend, Penn State drops Michigan in overtime, 14-13 the final there. Mac O'Keefe for Penn State. Now the all-time goal scorer in Division I history with 217 goals and counting on his career. He had six goals and two assists in the win, including the overtime dagger. For the win, Michael Bame on the other side for the Wolverines had three goals, while the and Blue received goals from 10 different players, including Bame in the loss. And on Thursday, Duke edges out Virginia in overtime 13 12, the final there. Michael Sowers and Brennan O'Neill for the Blue Devils had three goals apiece. Charlie Bertrand and Docs Aitken. Four of the Cavaliers had three goals apiece, while Alex Rode and Mike Adler in the cage on opposite ends had 16 saves aside. And Petey Lasala for Virginia went 18 of 27 on faceoffs, good for 67 percent, adding 12 ground balls. In Division II men's lacrosse, Coker tops Anderson 18-15 in a bit of a shootout there. Matt Murphy paced Coker with four goals and one assist, while Hayes Barnett led Anderson with seven goals in the setback, while Jason McNaney for Coker went 17 out of 23 on faceoffs, good for 74%, adding 11 ground balls to his total. And Lindenwood improves to eight and one with an 11 8 win over Lewis. Nolan Corker scored three goals, adding one assist for Lindenwood, while Keith Parkman, the second, scored three goals, adding one assist for Lewis, and Josh Calvin for Lewis made twenty saves in the cage, good for sixty-five percent in the loss. And in Division Three men's lacrosse, Albion hands Hope its first loss of the year with a 15-14 final. Jace Conley for Albion had five goals and two assists, while Jack Radsville for Hope had four goals and four assists, and eight-point outing for Radsville. Josh Luketic for Albion had 21 saves in the cage, and Cole Scheffler for Hope went 26 out of 31 on faceoffs, good for 84% on the game, also adding an astounding 15 ground balls. And Kalamazoo earns their first win of the season 10 7 over Adrian. Jack Loveland paced Kalamazoo with three goals and three assists, while Peyton Gash led Adrian with three goals. Dylan Wicke for Kalamazoo had 17 saves in the cage, and Max Leventis, a name we've called here before on this segment for Adrian, went 16 of 21 on faceoffs for 76%, adding seven ground balls. But let's check in now on the women in college lacrosse. Starting on the Division I side of things, Michigan played their first game in 25 days, but the Wolverines fell to Ohio State 12-9, the final from Ann Arbor. I had the call over on BTN Plus over the weekend. Liza Hernandez for Ohio State had four goals, while Jamie Level for the Buckeyes added three, including a spectacular behind-the-back goal, which was featured on U.S. Lacrosse Magazine's Twitter, twitter page along with my call from that one and freshman Caroline Davis for the Wolverines had four goals in the loss. Detroit Mercy went 2-0 over the past week after a month-long pause due to several COVID-19 cancellations on their schedule. The Titans were victorious in a triple overtime battle with Akron 15-14. Elise Harder for the Titans had four goals in that one, while Annie Gilbert's second of the day gave the Titans their first win on the year. They then followed it up on Saturday as Detroit Mercy, uh, blows past upstart Youngstown State in a rematch from March 13th in which the Penguins earned their first ever program win but on Saturday the Titans took care of business 24 to 12 the final there Elise Harder led the Titans with six goals while Cam Carrero added five and Marina Butler and Kat Kopchia tallied four apiece. The Titans also set a pair of records in the game as the offense now holds the MAC record for goals in a game which was previously held by Robert Morris earlier in the spring with 23 and senior Taylor Cantalone set a program record for draw controls in a game with 16 while Youngstown state had 14 as a team in division two women's lacrosse McHenry tops Rockhurst 13 12 Caitlin Albrecht for McKendree had four goals and three assists while Sarah Harden for McKendree added four goals herself and Danielle Mabry for Rockhurst had four goals in the loss and Seton Hill remains perfect 10-0 on the year with a 10-8 win over Mercyhurst. Christy Cata for Seton Hill had four goals in the win, while Julia Ruscio and Paige Cosina for Mercyhurst had two goals apiece. And in Division Three women's lacrosse, Elmira prevails over Adrian 18-16 in a shootout. Kari Jensen for Elmira had seven goals, while Emily Ferguson added three goals and one assist. Now let's take a look ahead at what's to come this next week in college lacrosse, starting on the men's side in Division One, Starting on Thursday, Thursday night has been the place to be for ACC college lacrosse, and this week is no different. Duke hosts Notre Dame in a battle of top five teams nationally ranked on Thursday night on the ACC network. Saturday, Maryland looks for perfection against Johns Hopkins as the Terps enter play 9-0 and going into their regular season finale. And Michigan will host Rutgers from Ann Arbor on national TV over on ESPNU. In Division 2 men's lacrosse on Friday a couple games as Montevallo will host Lander and Maryville and Rockhurst will square off as well and in Division 3 on Friday Kalamazoo travels to Alma and on Saturday Trine will host Hope while Capital and Baldwin-Wallace will face off at 1 p.m. And now to the women in college lacrosse and what's coming up this next week for them in Division 1. On Thursday, Detroit Mercy looks to push their winning streak to three games as they host Kent State at 1 p.m. I'll have the call there over on ESPN+. Plus. On Friday, North Carolina travels to Durham to take on Duke. And on Saturday, Charlotte North and Boston College square off with Syracuse. In Division 2 on Friday, Davenport hosts Northern Michigan while Grand Valley State meets up with Ashland and to round out this week's segment in Division 3, Women's Lacrosse on Friday, Birmingham Southern has a date with Rhodes and on Saturday, Otterbean travels to take on 11 and 1 Mount Union. Make sure to check back in next week for the next edition of the College Lacrosse Update with Stephen MacDonald. You can also check out my show, Taking the Field with Stevie Mac, a lacrosse talk podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.